Okay, so now we have, we've established the container for our practice. We've got the precepts, the silence, we have the intention of kindness, we have the aspirations for the retreat. So I think we're ready to move into a little bit more instruction and some actual practice. So the style, the approach to meditation that we're doing here is insight meditation or vipassana. And just as a very simple beginning definition of what insight meditation is, it's a way of training the heart and mind to see clearly, to develop insight. And we practice mindfulness as the foundation for understanding what's happening in our hearts and our minds so that we can begin to live in ways that bring more ease, more happiness, more peace and freedom. So that was a one-second description of what's in actual practice, a whole lifetime of exploration. Unfortunately for us, the path that the Buddha laid out with these teachings is a gradual one. It's laid out in stages so that we can progress step by step from quite simple instructions to ones that become increasingly refined and subtle. And that's what we're going to be doing over the course of this seven-day retreat. Exploring some of the key techniques of insight practice so that we can begin to develop this heart of wisdom and live with more freedom. So we'll be developing these instructions gradually, but for now I want to just highlight two particular qualities of mind that we are going to develop. The first is mindfulness, or sati, to use the Pali word. And sometimes I like to bring in the Pali words because when they're translated into English, they lose some of the nuances and the subtleties and the range of what is meant in the original Pali. So for example, this English word mindfulness doesn't fully capture all of the different uh, aspects of sati. So mindfulness really is to know what we're experiencing as we're experiencing it and to know that we know. So there's an implicit attitude of non-reactivity in mindfulness at least in the initial stages, when we're trying to be present with our experience, getting to know it, you could say befriending it, without getting lost in reaction to it. So Gil Fransdahl's definition, mindfulness is the cultivation of clear, stable, and non-judgmental awareness. But the Pali word sati also has a connotation of remembering in the sense of recollecting. So we can think of sati as remembering to be in the present moment rather than in the past or the future, which is where many of us spend a lot of our mental energy. So if we think of sati also in the sense of recollecting or recollecting, 
you could think of as gathering our attention when it's become scattered. In that way, it connects with the second quality of mind that I want to highlight, which is samadhi. Now, samadhi is usually translated into English as concentration. And again, that's not such a useful translation because in English, at least for me, as soon as I hear the word concentration, I get this bit of tension in my brow, this sort of a little bit of a frown, concentration. But what it's really referring to is the mind that's unwavering, that's stable, that's undistracted. So we can think of samadhi as non-distractibility. The mind becomes absorbed in whatever it's paying attention to, and there's simply no room for anything else. And this level of absorption of samadhi is often experienced as a deep calm and stillness. And it's very refreshing for the nervous system, especially these days when so many of us are so overstimulated so much of the time. When we can touch into some degree of samadhi, it is such a relief. It's can be experienced as very nourishing. So to begin, uh, one of my teachers, Abhikunalio, says that sati and samadhi are like two hands washing each other. We need both to get the full benefit of the practice. So to begin developing these two, we're going to be starting with mindfulness of the body. Because the body is a very powerful resource it's, uh, we start with the body because it's more tangible, it's more graspable or sensible. It moves more slowly than the mind. So it's generally easier to start paying attention to physical sensations than it is to be aware of the mind, at least at first. And then once our sati and samadhi get strong enough, we can start to bring that awareness to our thoughts, our emotions, our moods, or our mind states. But this morning we're going to start by um, bringing awareness to the body and to the breath. So there's a, a model of experience that I've found very helpful in my own practice um, based on something that Gil Fronstel shared. Well, we can think of our experience as being laid out like a wheel and we can think of the body and the breath as being at the hub of the wheel, at the center of the wheel. And then beyond the body and the breath, there starts to be our mental actions, activity, reactivity, thoughts, emotions, moods, and mind states. And if there's no mindfulness, if that mental activity starts to run amok, we end up at the outer rim of the wheel in what's called proliferation, the mind spinning out papancha. So I don't know if any of you have had that experience of the mind being seized by a particular thought pattern and just finding yourself going around and around and around. That's what we call proliferation and we can think of that as being located at the outer rim of the wheel. So if you find yourself spinning out, metaphorically or literally, that's a very good reminder to come home to the body, to come back to the hub of the wheel, 
because the hub of the wheel feels like it's moving less uh, fast, it moves more slowly, the experience there is more simple. So just that, bringing the awareness back to the center of the wheel can help um, bring us back to stability. And in saying that, that doesn't mean that all thinking is bad. I'm particularly talking about the kind of thinking that has us looping, that's compulsive, that's sticky. So this morning, when I gave some very brief instructions, I mentioned whenever we realize that we've got lost, distracted, with a smile, we can simply begin again. Because that moment of recognizing that we've got lost is itself a moment of mindfulness. So we can celebrate that rather than berating ourselves for having been lost. Celebrate the fact that we've recognized it and with a smile, simply begin again. Come back to the hub of the wheel, to the breath, to the body. So this morning we're going to be uh, beginning to train in bringing awareness to the body. And as a support for the samadhi aspect, I'm going to offer a short body scan, inviting us to bring awareness to areas of the body where we tend to habitually store tension. Most of us come into retreat with some degree of tightness, busyness, overwork, tiredness, and so on. And often we don't realize just how much stress and tension we're carrying until we try to stop, until we come on retreat. So as I said earlier, the word samadhi can imply a a sense of concentration or, or forcing. But in actual practice, samadhi develops from letting go, from softening, from releasing, from relaxing. You could say from befriending our experience rather than getting to a struggle with it or fighting it. So this morning we're going to uh, just begin to explore the body in terms of this inviting ease. And it is an invitation. We can't force ourselves to relax. So as we go through the body, you might become aware of places that even with the best of intentions, just don't seem to want to relax, that's fine. That's an opportunity to practice acceptance, to practice, okay, this is how it is right now. So let's just begin again by settling into a sitting position where you can find some degree of uprightness and ease. So coming home to the body and getting that felt sense of the body sitting. By felt sense, I mean just that bare knowing that there is the body sitting. 
So even with your eyes closed, you know that you're sitting or not standing or lying down. That simple knowing is the felt sense of the body sitting. Letting the weight of the body settle into and be supported by the ground beneath you. (coughs) Letting the weight of the body be distributed evenly between the feet and the legs and the sitting bones. So you can find that stable base. that allows the spine to become just a little taller and straighter. So inviting the body to find this position that naturally expresses a balance of uprightness and ease. And then maintaining this orientation to ease, bringing the awareness to the top of the head, to the forehead, the brow. And just taking a moment to notice if there's any kind of tension or tightness here. Perhaps a slight frown or some furrowing of the brow. And inviting the forehead to soften, become smooth. Any tension here to relax and release. And taking a moment to notice the eyes. If the eyes are clamped tightly shut, or if the eyelids can simply rest together. And sometimes even with the eyes closed, we can notice a kind of searching, looking for And to notice that the small muscles around the eyes are sometimes slightly scrunched. Just inviting any tension in the region of the eyes to soften, to release. relax. 
And then bringing the awareness to the mouth. Taking a moment to notice are the lips clamped tightly shut? Are the teeth almost grinding? Does the jaw feel tight or tense? You might even open the jaw for a moment and wiggle and then gently bring the mouth closed just to see if any tension here can be softened, released, relaxed. And then moving the awareness down to the shoulders, another place where we often store tension. So taking a moment just to check, how are the shoulders right now? Are they up around the ears or forced back or hunched forward? And you might just let the shoulders roll a little and then let them find a neutral resting place to see if any tension here might be softened, released, relaxed. And then floating the awareness down both arms, through the elbows, the lower arms, the wrists, to the hands. Checking in with the hands, and sometimes we become aware of a slight sense of gripping or holding. You might like to just wiggle and stretch the fingers for a moment. And then invite the hands back to stillness. Inviting any tension here to soften, release, relax. And then bringing the awareness back up the arms the shoulders and then letting it move down through the torso to the chest, tuning in to the experience of breathing and beginning to notice how with every out breath There's a very natural sense of softening and releasing and relaxing. 
Taking a few moments just to connect with the experience of the breath coming in, the breath leaving the body, and that natural sense of softening and releasing. And then inviting that sense of softening and releasing to move further down the torso. Just noticing if there's any tension in the upper belly, the abdomen, the lower belly. Any tension anywhere in the torso that might be softened, invited to release, to relax. And then bringing the awareness down to the buttocks and the hips, and the large muscles of the upper legs. Again, here sometimes there's a kind of tightness, gripping or holding. And seeing if the muscles in this region might release a little soften and relax. And then continuing down through the lower legs, the calves, the ankles and the feet. Sometimes even if the feet are in contact with the floor, there can be a slight sense of gripping. The toes just a little curled. So again, you might want to just gently wiggle, wriggle the toes. Inviting any tension here to soften release, relax. And then bringing the awareness back to the whole body for a moment. Just to notice if there is any slight sense of greater ease and relaxation.
And again, maintaining whatever ease may be available to you now. Inviting the awareness to connect once more with the experience of breathing. Not narrowing or forcing the attention in any way. But simply settling back and receiving the sensations of each in-breath and each out-breath. Knowing that you're breathing in, knowing that you're breathing out. Wherever the sensations of the breath are clearest for you. Could be the nostrils, the upper chest, the abdomen, or the belly. Doesn't matter where, just let your attention connect with wherever the physical sensations of the breath are clear. And if it helps you to stay connected to the experience, you might very softly name in as you breathe in out as you breathe out or if the sensations are clearer lower in the body you might note rising and falling very soft very gentle staying connected to the experience of the breath one half breath at a time. Breathing in and breathing out. And when you notice that the mind has wandered with a smile, simply begin again. Continuing like this in silence now.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.